20 past eight on the 6th of August 2013. My name is Garrett Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 54 of our Errand of Mercy. Hello. We're back. We're back. Um, yeah, obviously we had to take a week off. Um, some personal issues that I had to deal with. But yes, yeah, we're back. we're back with a 54th episode. And um, I'm just going to jump right in uh, with J-Bob's news. It's been, he, he heard that we were going to have a week off. And he yeah. thought, now is my time to get all of the crazy shit in while yeah. the Errand of Mercy isn't watching me. But we know what you've been doing. I think we missed the story about Justin Bieber. Um, what what a, a video had emerged of Justin Bieber um, going into the kitchen of a restaurant, peeing in a mop bucket and chanting, fuck Bill Clinton. Which is a complex story in and of itself. Yeah, I think that might have been why we didn't go into it. I just didn't want to spend the time like addressing that issue. Unraveling that tangled web of crazy. Yeah, so um, while we've been away, uh, just J-Bubs has phoned Bill Clinton and apologised to him. <laughs> it's very nice of him. Yeah, I guess Justin Bieber's got a through line to former president. He's got one Bill of those Clinton. red phones. Yeah, of course. Um, so he did that. Um as well as phoning Bill Clinton to apologise, his bus was stopped at the American border and once again was found to be full of marijuana and marijuana accoutrements. Like uh, those little magnetic grindy things, did he have any of those? 
Well, I mean, someone on his bus had them. He wasn't on the bus at the time. So oh, of course. Legally, none of it belonged to him. Honestly. Hon- honestly, Gov, none of this is mine. Oh, you this this weed in you my tour the, bus. Yeah, you know this bus that has a massive picture of my face and my name on it, and it's full of weed. It's, it's not my weed, sorry. Also, that's not my bus, honest. It's not my bus. It's someone else's bus full of drugs. I was just borrowing it. I found it, and it was full of weed. That would be a good way to fuck with someone, though. That would. Buy, buy a bus with their name on it, fill it with drugs, and drive it around. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that might be what's happened here i hope that's i reckon it's um it's actually connor maynard has planted it in an attempt <laughs> to take out the competition could be that seems likely so that happened uh and to round out the j bubs news um while playing a show in uh newark uh, new jersey uh not newark uh, Nottinghamshire. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if he visited Newark. Yeah. Um, while, while at Newark, New Jersey, he um, fans were obviously um, throwing items on stage at him because, you know, he's a pop star and that's what people do. Yeah. Um, he was like, I'm trying to sing a song. Do you mind not chucking shit at me for a while? Which I think is fair enough. I think that is completely understandable. Yeah. So then someone threw uh, a smartphone at him. Um, why would you like shit i've i've i don't have anything else i've got to throw my iphone at justin bieber yeah, so they threw his iphone um justin bieber picked up the phone stuck it down his pants like jiggled about a bit you know cuddled it against his taint one of shoes <laughs> um then removed the smartphone and gave it to a different fan <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um yeah i mean pretty good pretty good shenanigans um i like i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of down with those I'm kind all of, three of them n- um i i'm not down with him pissing in a bucket i that's think that's the only issue that, that's like, the only issue with in the food boxes. preparation area yeah, he essentially exactly. defecated into a bucket that's yeah, the issue I'm, I'm, I'm not cool with that i think that was going a bit too far but to be honest everything else kind of kind of down with <laughs> you're you're all right with the the tour bus full of drugs he, he's he's a young man he's kind of like experimenting with substances and things i he's assume that like through. the the moment your first album goes platinum you get given a tour bus full of weed as like a well done gift yeah. like yeah. there's like just a factory that like kind of builds tour buses and fills them with weed and then sends them out to recently kind of popular yeah. artists congratulations here's your tour bus of drugs yeah your complimentary tour bus full of drugs and strung out hookers like universal emi virgin sony they all have their bus full of drugs and hookers department yeah <laughs> it's a crazy department to work in but all the people we work in it are weirdly boring they're all yeah. very business-like they're, they're all very straightforward and kind of like just get on with the job um yeah, and it, it's one of those things, like, whenever the kind of, like, the co- the record companies are losing money, it's always like, ah, uh, should we cut that? Is it time to call? And they're like, no, you know, we've we've got rid of enough traditions in the music industry. I feel this is one that just has to has to stick around. There's one guy, one really hidebound um, committee member who will not let the the weed filled tour bus tradition die, even though it costs them like millions of dollars in weed and legal bills every year. Look, I, I I've I've been in the music industry all my life. 
My father was in the music industry all his life. My grandfather was in the music industry. He founded this damn company. And this company was built on coaches with people's faces stuck to the side, filled with drugs. (laughs) To the brim. To the brim. And drugs paraphernalia. And drugs paraphernalia, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Good old um, J-Bubs, he's been a busy boy. Yeah, he's been up to, up, some, up, to, up, to, up to some stuff, but I feel less objectionable than usual. I yeah. think he might be growing up slightly. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we don't want him to grow up too fast, though, because like, then he'll he'll lose like the the strange kind of starry-eyed aspect that he has to himself, where he, so. he's not quite sure what's going on all the time. Makes him seem like quite a tragic figure. It does. All of the bad stuff that he does or that happens to him is a direct result of him not being able to deal with fame. And I kind of enjoy that. Yeah, it's pretty... Well, yeah, but, you know, on the other hand, I feel like like maybe we've had our fun. (laughs) It's time to leave him be. Now maybe it's not time to approve of someone destroying their own lives. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who's next then who's our next justin bieber who do you reckon's the new oh, you can't say you can't say until it happens like you've got, to wait it for it to happen. you've got to wait for it to happen like it's you know it's like those it's like those plants that sort of flower once every 10 years <laughs> and when that plant flowers like it could have like it flowers and we all forget about it but what happens to the fruit simon what happens to the fruit and inside that fruit is a tiny tween pop star <laughs> who bursts forth unaware of the ways of the world. What I'm saying is that Justin Bieber is a plant man. So <laughs> That's what I, well, he's a pod person. But well, we knew pod, that anyway. He's a pod person, yes. He was, everybody's been saying he's either a pod person or a reptilian. And, and reptilians you know. are clearly ridiculous, so he must be a pod <laughs> Pod people are the new reptilians. Oh, hi. Uh, I've heard you're into conspiracy theories. Yeah, well, the royal family are all reptilians. Oh, really? You're really, you're still on that? Because we're all talking about pod people now. Yeah, that's really 2012. (laughs) Now, now what we're all on is pod people. You might not have heard of them. It's a bit underground still. (laughs) It's still kind of underground in the conspiracy theory world. (laughs) So you joke, but there are people having this conversation seriously (laughs) somewhere on the internet. This is happening. Not as a joke, but but for realsy reals. For reals. So, yeah, what what have you been up to recently, Simon? I've been been busy over the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, Me and my fiancé have been on a number of adventures. We went down to London uh, to a pub in Camden to play a card game on the internet. Um, now, now you'll probably say thinking, now Simon, that seems like a completely legitimate and understandable way to spend a day. Uh, but, but why do you need to go to a pub uh, to play a game that's based on the internet? Well, the answer is, uh, inquisitive listener, I don't actually know. <laughs> uh, uh, not sure why I went. Um, yeah. Me and uh, my fiance thought it was it would be a lot of fun, and it was actually a lot of fun. And we uh, ended up coming second and third, and won a whole bunch of um, of of swag. We won about two hundred pounds worth of stuff, which is that's, pretty that's, cool. Was it any better than playing online card games at home? Which I mean, already to me sounds like a vision of hell. <laughs> 
It's the, the game is um, is Jewel of Champions. Uh, it's free to play. You can download it now. And, you know, if uh, the people from Jewel, Jewel of Champions are listening, it'd be great if I could get some kickbacks off of saying that. Um, and, no, I don't think... Did I get so. some kickbacks from saying their game was like a vision of hell? <laughs> they can put that on the box, can't they? Like yeah. a vision of hell. Uh, no, it's um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's basically what I've done to deal with my Yu-Gi-Oh problem. To, to so, help, it's like methadrone, basically. Yeah, it's my, yeah. my Yu-Gi-Oh methadrone. <laughs> okay, because you know it's not actual cards; it's just internet cards. Yeah, so, so you can't, you can't, you, you can buy fake cards on the internet, spend real money on it, but I haven't done that. Good. Um, also, the team from Ubisoft were there. They had one of the um, the head developers and the head of the community management team there. Which was quite cool to meet them, yeah. Um, sure. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. But but you know, as always at these events, there are these people. Some strange, who are, yeah, some strange people involved in these things. So. They ain't quite people. They're 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 a, they're a human shape comprised of human parts. But when you look at them hard enough, you're like, hang on a minute, you're so, not you're not quite a person. You're not quite you? a person. Are you? <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, so, w- what were these not people up to well, this week in the world of internet card games, in but internet, in real life? Been, there was one notable example of a not quite person. Uh, this is a uh, a gentleman who who I first came into contact with on the forums. Of um, I didn't actually have first contact with him. My um, my fiance did. He um, he was planning to bring his uh, his mistress. He called her mistress. Okay. Yeah. Interesting so, phrase to use. Probably just a girlfriend. I'm not sure why he chose mistress. I mean, unless he is married and this is an illicit card-based affair. I hope not, off. because that's really sad uh, <laughs> if it is. Uh, so he um, asked if he gets a bonus reward if his girlfriend doesn't wear a bra um, when bringing her to the tournament. That's an odd, odd thing to ask. It's an odd thing to ask, you know. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, this guy's uh, clearly some 16-year-old he doesn't understand the way the world world works. Uh, he's thirty two. G. Oh, oh, right, yeah, year old man. Literally, I yeah, I, I was also picturing yeah a, a maladjusted teen. Yeah, thirty. How old? I mean, did how old was the mistress? Um, yeah, I would right say now. about the same age as him. Okay. Right. Um, okay. But he's he is acting like it. he's like I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Hey guys, check me out. Check have this out. I've got a girlfriend. She has boobs. She got boobs. Check them. I touch them sometimes. You're 32. <laughs> when my dad was 32, I was eight. Yeah. So you know, congratulations on your girlfriend with boobs, bro. But but <laughs> like, shit's not panning out as well as as you, uh, think. As you think. Yeah. You built like... this little kingdom on this tiny little hill. Uh, but 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 it's not really a hill and it's not really a kingdom. That's a crazy thing to offer. Like, hey guys, my girlfriend will come and she won't be wearing a bra. Like, it's... yeah, bro five. You're like old enough to be my dad. What's wrong with you? And and like, okay, like if she prefer not to wear a bra, that's fine. But yeah. you know, not going to give you bonus points because <laughs> your girlfriend doesn't like wearing bras. Some women don't. It's a it's a thing. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, and um and. You know, um, my um, fiance, understandably, was like, "What's this guy's deal?" Yeah, um, and I think, um, 
I mean, I think I'm like that as well. I'm like, what, what's what's his deal? So well, let's let's investigate further. She said, uh, if it's uh, if it's that easy to get advantage in the game, um, it would it would totally stop being fun on the on the forums. Yeah. And um, he replied to her and said, I promise not to fall under your spell if we come to play against each other tomorrow. What the fuck? Mm. Mm-hmm. Dude. What's working? What's what's going on, man? How's that an acceptable answer to any human? Also, also you're 32. <laughs> yeah, I can't stress this enough. You're 32. Yeah. Uh, you so, think uh, this is an acceptable thing to say to a stranger? And he wanted to. Uh, he wanted everybody to know who he would be at the event, so everybody would know. Um, yeah. You know He's... who's the pro? Who's the pro guy bringing his girlfriend? It's happening. Mm. It's kicking so, off now. Now that so, Satan. So how how is, is his name? Satan. Satan. S A Y hyphen ten. Now that Satan's in the building, it's off and popping. You know so, how he told everybody to 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 uh, work out who he was. Um, did he say? I will be wearing a a, a red rose in my hair. <laughs> a, a red carnation. No, oh. he said, um, um, you'll notice a guy with a cool bone dragon T-shirt. That will be me. Unless someone else has a T-shirt with a bone dragon on it. Well, y- yes, dude, yeah. because you're, you're playing internet card games. Everyone I'm the guy ha- with, the po- with, the, with the poor body odor, odor control and the greasy ponytail. Yeah. I am the man in the fedora. <laughs> I am the man wearing a pair of rip-off dockers. <laughs> I am the man with an unnecessarily large wallet chain. I am the man with the jeans two sizes too big for him and the T-shirt referencing a meme from 2004. That's me, the 32-year-old man who's bringing his girlfriend. I am the man who apparently hasn't learned how to shave properly. <laughs> So he turns up and um, he looks a bit like a meth head, I would say. Yeah. Wow. He's he's got a very normal looking girlfriend who proceeds to spend because it's a long, long, quite a long tournament. We were there for about six hours, Um, but it was in a pub. So that was fine. Uh, Anybody who wants to run any kind of kind of like vaguely nerdy um, tournament, find a gaming pub. There are a couple of them around. There's there's usually one in most major cities. Hold it there because there are beers and it makes everything a lot nicer. So, Um, yeah. so, So, I mean. Like you say, he was a meso, so he was like a skinny gut, skinny rat face guy. Yeah, skinny rat face guy. Oh. Yeah, now like this guy. So yeah, initially, think he's sixteen. He's actually thirty-two. Think he's a fat guy with a fedora and a big ponytail. Actually, a meth head. Uh, yeah, so he's you actually, know, I don't know. If there's an air of mystery to this guy. <laughs> strange, yeah. strange air of mystery to say ten. Yeah. So it got to the point where um, towards the end of the tournament, uh, we were the two people with the, the highest number of points. Um, so we'd both won all of our matches because, you know, I'm kind of a big deal, G. Don't talk about it too much. Don't want to sound like an arsehole. Also, it's not a real achievement, but no, I'm not. quite good at card games on the Internet. So I'm, I, I, I play this guy and I beat him. Uh, I kicked his ass, went to first. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. For kicking Satan's ass. Yeah, I beat Satan at an internet car game while you were away, G. This is what happens <laughs> when, you, when you leave me to my own devices. Yeah, I get into crazy right. situations. Hey, Simon, what have you been up to? Oh, not much. I went to a pub, with a, took a computer, 
played an internet card game and beat a meth head called Satan at the card game. Yeah, yeah. So then my last game was against my fiance, um, Nicole. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So, and we were now at a point where Nicole needed a win uh, to get into third, but I needed to preserve my perfect game to stay in first. Yeah, and also, you know, you need to preserve your honour and uh, and dignity and the and the integrity of the game of internet cards against people called Satan. Exactly. But also I had to think about team orders. Like, you know, what's better, one of us in first or, or both of us in second and third, points-wise? Yeah. yeah, like, how, yeah, you've got to think about team points, not just, yeah. It's like Formula do. One. Yeah. Similar to Formula One in a lot like of ways. Formula One, yeah. So... Um, I decided that what I was going to do is try and beat her because deep down inside I'm an asshole, um, but I couldn't, and she absolutely caned me. Oh, um, that's nice. She that's beat good. me so badly she thought I was letting her win. <laughs> she <laughs> beat me so badly I had to buy her a nice dinner afterwards. That's how badly she beat me. It was that, pretty brutal. That's the hardest you could be beaten. Yeah, and so you, know, have, but you have to buy a nice dinner for someone. Not just it just just doesn't just happen to couples. I mean, like with Formula One, like if Fernando Alonso absolutely destroyed a race, like Sebastian Vettel would have to buy him dinner afterwards. <laughs> So uh, the rules. I was quite angry that, you know, she'd knocked me out at first because then I had to play Satan again oh, um, no. as a tiebreaker. And he beat me this time, meaning that he went to first. Um, Satan so won at card game. He, he did, but only because he got a second bite of the cherry. Really? Satan, the meth head with the silkscreen bone dragon t-shirt, was the best at cards. He was. But, you know, I'm happy to accept that because my team won more prizes than him on his own. Okay. Um, and, I, and I beat him first. I got the first win. So, you know, first blood, that works for me. And also I got to have a nice conversation with some Australians at the bar about, um, about MOBAs and eSports. Right. What, what, what were they doing at the gaming bar? I would have assumed they'd be watching the cricket because no, they, you know, they were I'm there to watch against Australians. I no, guess. they were they were there to watch the qualifiers for um, for a global League of Legends tournament, which was on while we were there. Of course, they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just some just some average Australians come to watch the game. So we've talked about your card games. Can we move on to to shit music of terrible people? Because I Please, really want can to talk we? about this. Yeah. Um, so. Um, usually you do shit music for terrible people. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it this week. Uh, I've actually got, to, because, you know, I like to mix things up a bit when I do the features. I've yeah. actually, I'm going to bring two songs to you this week. Um, I think, now let's, which one am I going to start on? Let's start with the racist one. Okay. Well, uh, racism is always a, a good thing to go on. Now, I already know what this is going to be about because it's all over the internet. And, you know, we try to, uh, we we try to avoid just talking about things that everybody else on the internet is talking about because you know you can go to the rest of the internet for that. But in this case, it's probably the best example of shit music for terrible people. <laughs> that we can't we can't skirt around this one. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about this. So um, this is a an an American band, I believe they're American, called Day Above Ground. Um, I would describe them in 2013. As um, let's see, sort of like a Sum Forty One sort bowling of bowling for soup, soup, Smash Mouth, maybe. I believe but, that 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 pretentious people would call that alt bro music. Did you know that? 
I would, I, I would have, I would have called it shit scar personally. That's good. Alt bro or shit scar. Um, either way, it's terrible. I mean, the picture of this band looks incredible. There, there's like a, there's like a photo of them, and it's these five guys stood around. One of them looks like a rubbish magician, like from a rubbish <laughs> show about magicians. Um, the one of them who I believe is the lead singer, he looks. He looks like the idea of Smash Mouth. <laughs> if, if Smash Mouth was a man, it would um, be this man. Then there's two guys who are essentially... Um, I'm not, uh, you know, we're about to talk about racism. I don't feel I'm being racist here because it's three white guys and two Mexican dudes who do just look... Because they're stood together at the back of the photo. It just look, look, look like they've just like walked in on the photo and not realised what's happening. <laughs> they've not realised they've joined a racist punk band. One of them as well, the way they've positioned their official band photo, there's a bunch of spotlights around. Um, one of the spotlights is shining directly through the crotch of one of the Mexican men. <laughs> like, I mean, directly below his penis. Maybe he, spot- maybe he has a magic penis. Gee, he might have a magic penis. That might be what he does. Look very confused about what's going on. <laughs> I've got to say, he's just sort of staring. He, he, he literally looks like he's just gone. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> What's going on? Like How did I second, join this band? Yeah, the second after the photo is taken, he said, where am I? Why is my penis a giant light? Um, <laughs> and then in the corner is... Um, I, it's like a weedy guy with massive hipster glasses. or the, like None of the elements really fit together, but they sort of do. Yeah, <laughs> somehow. Um, they describe their influences as uh, Led Zeppelin, Incubus... Linkin Park, Wu-Tang Clan, Deftones, and The Doors. It's an interesting, interesting mix. Of- now, if you, if you keep on throwing ingredients into something, you're not always going to get trifle. You know what I mean? Like, just keep on mixing things together. It's not going to make it automatically good. It's not going to make it automatically good. And here, here's what mixing those elements has given us. Um, it's, it's a song called Asian Girls. Simon. So far, so promising. Um, Girls, by the way, is spelt with a Z instead of the traditional S. <laughs> oh, good. Well, this is... Uh, oh, already we're going downhill. And, you know, um, the Errand of Mercy has spoken before about how it's uncomfortable about the word Asian. Because uh, we don't know. We don't know what don't that know means. What it, don't know what it means. No. Really, yeah. No idea what that means the song aging girls starts off on a chorus which is unusual i don't i yeah. don't have an objection to that particular structure you know well, led zeppelin themselves were known for pushing musical boundaries so maybe that's what um day above ground are attempting to do as well right so it starts off asian girl she's my asian girl you're my asian girl you're my asian girl you're my asian girl she's my asian girl yes my asian girl you're my Asian girl. Oh, it's nice to see that Will I Am is working with other artists now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Verse one: I love your sticky rice, but fucking you all night. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, uh, now, how is sticky rice? How is that linked to anal sex? I don't know. I don't. 
Do we do we want to know? Well, let's just I'm carry not, on. I'm not down on my youth slang, but I'm pretty sure that sticky rice it is not connected to anal sex. Well, let's just carry on. Maybe they'll explain it in the next few lines, Simon. <laughs> Korean barbecue, bitch, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Are we just gonna like? Are we just shouting things that that like Western people think is is Asian? Like dim yeah. sum. Let's have some fun. Um, like so, I'm assuming. I, I guess the bitch here is the Asian girl. But to be honest, by the way, the lines are passed. It could also be Korean barbecue. He loves so. Well, you maybe know. yeah, Korean barbecue, bitch. I love you. The concept of Korean. I really like Korean barbecue as well. Wouldn't yeah. call it bitch. That uh, seems a bit unfair. Oh, actually, no, I think he is talking about a woman because he carries on. I love your creamy yellow thighs. Ooh, your slanted eyes. Oh. It's the year of the dragon. Ninja pussy, I'm stabbing. What the fuck? It's not the year of the dragon, though, is it? It's not, but I don't know. To maybe... begin with, just to, to, to pick one of the issues with these lines, don't 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 think that I agree with everything else. Like, oh, no, yeah, fine, yeah, slant yeah. eyes, that's yeah, cool. Guys, it's yeah. not the year of the dragon, though. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Um, so how did this... Who? How many levels of of executive producers and writers do you think this got past before it got out into the world? I hope zero. <laughs> I hope zero. Um, well, let's just carry on. I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a level of irony we're not maybe. picking up, Simon. Maybe they twist this round later on. So so the chorus happens again, and then we have first two. Superstitious feng shui shit. What? <laughs> is, that, is that actually superstitious feng shui shit? Comma, what? What? Yes, yeah. Like, it's a superstitious feng shui shit. And then they all go, what? (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Now lay your hair by the toilet. I've got your green tea boba. So put your head on my shoulder. Your mum is so pretty. Best nails in the city. Oh, my God. Mercedes. Oh, my God. (laughs) No. Yeah. Stop. So I your superstitious thing sway shit. What? Also your mum owns a nail bar and your dad owns a Mercedes. <laughs> just uh, plug them in. Let's just, go just, just, Come on. Hey, open the door. Oh, what's this? All of the all of the racial stereotypes about people from the Far East since the nineteen thirties. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. There's enough room for everyone. Oh, big buck tooth man from the nineteen forties propaganda posters about the Japanese. Haven't seen you in a while. Come on in. Hey, oh, hey, it's Mickey Rooney from Breakfast at Tiffany's. What's up? <laughs> then the chorus happens again and we go through to the bridge. He takes us to the bridge. Take it to the bridge, sir. Take it up to the bridge. Bridge. New Year's in February. February? That's fine with me, I guess. Oh my god. Yeah, shark soup. What? Fuck it. We'll eat it. Oh, tradition, tradition, tradition. Yeah, yeah. Baby, <laughs> you're my Asian girl. You're legally best kind. I so, baby, marry me. Come sit on my lap. Or we'll send you back. Oh my god, no. And you ain't so well. I can barely tell. 17 or 23? Baby, doesn't matter to me. Oh, no. Like, you may as well just... Like, because that... You you know that (laughs) that lyric originally said 15 or 23, didn't it? And then somebody was like, you better change that. I mean, the rest of the song, love it. I like what you're doing with the sticky rice and the anal sex. That's good. The kids will love that. The kids love Wagamamas. The kids love anal. 
I understand that. But the bit where you suggest you want to have sex with a 15-year-old might want to change that to 17. Yeah. But overall, I think that's overall, the only issue with the song at this point. You knocked out of the park here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 think, I, I think the best part was when you threatened to send her back to her home country if, you didn't, if, that, if she didn't have sex with you. I mean, that, I mean that's almost as good as the bit where you caught, caught her out on her slanted, slanty eyes. All great. It's all I gold. Don't, I just, I can't. Um, and then um, the chorus happens and there's sort of an outro in which they just list um, like Asian areas of places and then just words like Bruce Lee, Toyota, Sashimi, fly, fried lice. Yeah, they say fried lice. No, they it, don't. They, yeah, they say fried lice. Oh, I don't. Yeah, they just, don't. I, okay, so how, G, <laughs> in, in this year of 2013... Mm. How? 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 That they made this song. Um, just how is this? How has this happened? How has it got out into the world? How have people? How how has it got through all of those like checkpoints of quality control? Yeah, it's like and how has it been recorded without like the, the the sound engineer that was recording it not setting fire to himself in protest? Yeah. So yeah, just think of all the steps we've had to go through. So some one of them wrote this song. And said to himself, this is a good idea. He took it to its bandmates, his bandmates, and they were all like, yeah, no, that really works. I enjoyed the way you said flied rice. That's great. Um, then they took it to the producer, and he said, this this is a hit right here. Um, I'll get you some studio time. The guys in the studio loved it, you know, did this, recorded it, did all the mixing, made sure the levels were right. Yeah, it sounded great. We've listened to it 50 times. There are no issues with this song. And then they made a music video and, you know, they hired an American Vietnamese model to do a dance for them. In in uh, in sexy underwear, I believe. That was another criticism of the uh, of the whole experience that they provided, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, in sexy underwear and everyone involved in the production of the video. So film crew, editors, special effects guys are all like, wow, this this song, guys, is great. I, 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 there are too few songs to point out that Asian people are yellow and have slanty eyes, I would say. And then, and then you know, someone printed the, the, the uh, CDs and they sent it out to the shops and they uploaded the video to YouTube. I mean, at that point, someone sort of go, Wait a minute! <laughs> like that point when it got to YouTube, everywhere everybody went, "Oh, what?" But this now everybody knows their names. Racist. Now this everybody is... knows their names, though. G. What's the name of the band? And the name of the band is uh, is Day Above Ground. All oh, right, fuck you, do now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know it now. I'm I, gonna I remember was, that. Oh, Day Above Ground. Those are those guys who hate everybody who's like not from America. So that that's Day Above Ground and their new single, Asian Girls, which I believe they're trying to erase from history. Um, you can't though. That, that doesn't wash out. It's never gonna wash out, but apparently they've like they've withdrawn it, deleted ev- like all the official videos and everything. Like they're doing total scorched earth on like, it. Yeah, yeah, we have to pretend this never happened. <laughs> like, we are never allowed to talk about this again. Like, um so that was one of my shit. That that is l- quite literally a shit shit music for terrible people. Yeah, 
And I said, you know, I change it up by bringing a second song, you know, do something a bit unusual. Um, I'm also only going to do the first two lines of the second song. Is that sometimes that's all you need? I think that's all we need here. So um, do you remember the band Placebo? Oh, Uh, now Placebo. Yes, I know about Placebo. We liked Placebo when we were teens, all of us. Um, Did you? How did you feel about it? I think I've probably drunkenly sung along to Nancy Boy. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, so that that was one of their songs. Um, they're releasing a new single at the moment. Oh, it's okay. called it's called Too Many Friends. I think it's a new single sort of presaging a new album to come out later in the year. Okay. Um so these are the first two lines. I, I also just want to take the time here to um to thank uh, Joe Smarrow of A New Band Day, um, who made me aware of this and um and uh, Louis Barabbas, who I think made made Joe Sparrow aware of that, both two upstanding men, and uh, and and they really could have opened the door on this one. So yeah, this is Placebo's song "Too Many Friends," which starts, um, "My computer thinks I'm gay. I threw that piece of junk away." Mm, it's not dealing with the root of the issue, though, is it? <laughs> so, so um, Placebo, Brian Molko. Lead singer of Placebo. Your your computer thinks I'm get you're gay. That's what it said. You beat it up one day, and it said processing. You are gay. <laughs> that would be so amazing. And he was like, "What? <laughs> like, oh, like throwing this shit away right now?" <laughs> At least defrag the drive before you decide the only <laughs> solution is to throw it away. <laughs> like it goes, <laughs> "You are gay." Like <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Your like, computer spoke to you? I mean, all right, Brian Malko, I think is, he's he's in his, I think he might be 40. He's about 40. Oh, wow. So I would assume he would have known how computers work. Right? <laughs> like, maybe it's, maybe he's got a special computer or somebody has played a cruel trick on him. Um, I hope it's yeah. the latter. Was, was Brian Malko about to, um, about to make out with like a hot, a hot woman and his computer said, I can't let you do that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> please, please tell me. I, I want to watch a sitcom where where the lead singer of Placebo <laughs> and Hal share an apartment. And Hal is absolutely convinced that he is gay, despite the fact that he has um, a wife. I think he's got children. I don't think he's sort of married in any way. I think he has a, he has a life partner. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, like yeah, and he's like, I'm not gay. Could you? St- no, no, you definitely are. I have read the data. You are definitely gay. And he's like, I'm going to throw you out if this carries on. Won't stand for this shit. And like, like how how constantly berates him with like zingers from of the caliber of of early Seinfeld about being gay. <laughs> so he's like, I've got a hot date tonight, Hal, and Hal goes processing, processing. With a man, <laughs> and he plays that sound effect. I, I, to be honest, I was actually picturing a bit of a Star Trek vibe. In next week, Star Trek: The Next Generation, the computer thinks that Riker is gay. <laughs> I'd love to see that episode of Star Captain, Trek. Captain, I tried to get for sex the Sexbot holodeck program to work, but it keeps giving me dudes. <laughs> And he can't get away from it because he he can't leave the Enterprise because they're in deep space. So wherever he goes, the computer's still calling him gay. It's like, hello, Commander Riker. Would you like some hot bum sex? (laughs) No! 
Leave me alone. Damn it, computer. Battle stations. <laughs> processing. Processing. Preparing sexyboys.exe. I hate you, computer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's Placebo's new song, which has two lines. Which, it's better if you imagine it in the guy from Placebo's voice. So it's like, my computer thinks I'm gay. No, no, you can't do it. My computer thinks I'm gay. That's I've, how he sings, isn't it? I, I, yeah, you did quite a good impression. So you sing, my computer thinks I'm gay. I threw that piece of junk away. <laughs> Hang on, I need to gather myself for this. My computer thinks I'm gay, so I threw that shit away. It fits with the with the, 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 the Nancy boy. It's just Nancy boy. Isn't this like Nancy boy from the point of view of the Nancy boy? <laughs> um, actually, I, I'm going to give you the next line because it really makes it even better. On the Champs Elysees. <laughs> On the shot, like, come on, like, oh, he must have a book of words that sound good in his voice. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the new uh, song about placebo? Oh, it's about going on holiday. Oh, going on holiday. Yeah, where to? Go on holiday to Torquay. But I've not quite got the pron- pronunciation down quite well. <laughs> so uh, at the moment, it's called Holiday to Torquay. <laughs> So yeah, so this is yeah, so that's this week. Um this week at Chip News of Terrible People, a band from America were really racist, and Brian Molko of Placebo doesn't understand computers, so got offended and threw it out of the car by the Arc de Trio. <laughs> the Sean's Elise is probably one of the best things you could say as the lead singer of, of Placebo. I'm trying to think of something better. But I don't think there is something better, is there? <laughs> it's, like the only, it's the best word you could possibly say. You could squeeze all of the syllables out of it. <laughs> Just maybe add some more in there. Chancellor Lise. He's an amazing singer. And, you know, it's a unique voice. It's a unique voice. It definitely is. But, yeah, gay and away. Um, is a rhyme that is very kind to that. And I think we should just, you know, maybe he's running out of ideas. Maybe, just a little bit. There's not much more that you can say. I just, um, I mean, I, I sing songs about my life these days. <laughs> so talking of, you know, using using events from your own life to, uh, to <laughs> okay. form foundations for narratives, um, in a couple of weeks, gee, I will be attending my yearly anime convention. Okay. Um, and it is my last anime convention. Um, yep. the last one I'm going to Good. because me and uh, G went to a beer garden yesterday uh, he came to visit me yeah. and um, and <laughs> basically I decided I can't deal with it anymore <laughs> we had a half an hour discussion that, yeah. that culminated in me realising I just can't deal with the bullshit anymore <laughs> it's and time it was, to close that book and, and I, it was, I was kind of like thank god it's finally happened <laughs> You could join me on the other end of the... Like, you've made it through the yeah, weeaboo trenches. I'm, I'm, I'm stood there, kind of like... I'm stood at the end of the tunnel, like, come on, Simon, walk, Simon, walk into the light. <laughs> I'm like, no, I have to go and do this one last thing, and then I can finally leave it. And you're yeah. like, you said that two years ago. But there's a fat dude wearing cat ears saying, Moe, Simon. <laughs> Moe! Don't forget the Moe! <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll never forget. 
but I have to go. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to a convention called Icon in uh, in in two weeks, and um, I'm very excited as per usual. Um, I'm not sure why though. The excitement is kind of existing because it always has done. It's like a Pavlovian response at this point. Yeah, um, I've almost finished my costume. Uh, that's 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 all coming along nicely, um, and yeah. I thought I would share with you uh, some of the events that are going on uh, at this at this year's Iacon 2013. It's the last Iacon ever, which is one of the biggest conventions in uh, anime conventions in the UK. Um, so they put on a lot of. Um, it's ran by the fans for the fans. So naturally, there's a lot of events and panels uh, that people run. You can basically book a slot and do whatever you want with the time. Last year, I did a. Uh, a cosplay prop making for beginners thing or as you how did you put it teaching people to make better toy swords yeah teaching people to make toy swords was how yeah. i described it yes which is correct i suppose mm. i can't disagree with that i feel like i should but you know i don't have anything left in that department <laughs> anymore i'm like yeah i guess you're probably right actually yeah so um so i would like to uh to tell you some of the stuff that's going on Jay. i thought you'd inform you of some of the events that i will be avoiding whilst drinking in the next couple of weeks okay um, now of course this being a uh, a comedy podcast um some of these are made up so <laughs> this is uh this is our creep or creation this week so you can you have to guess whether this is a event that's actually taking place at an anime convention or one that i have created <laughs> okay i think i'm gonna i i feel i might struggle with this you think so i really feel like we're entering a word, world where quite frankly anything is possible anything goes it yeah. is true anything definitely goes what yeah. happens at iacon stays at iacon and you know here are some examples of things that took that will be taking place or i made up uh okay so our first entry is when is a penis not a penis? A history of censorship in anime. Um, is that a panel that somebody has organised and will be taking place, or is that uh, is that not? I mean, up until the bit about censorship in anime and anime, like when is a penis not a penis, could be essentially a module from any humanities course at any university anywhere in the world. Um, so I'm going to say that's not true because it sounds a bit too academic. You think it's a bit too academic? It seems yeah. too too um, actually like a lecture series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain at some time while during one of my university degrees, I went to a lecture called "When Is a Penis Not a Penis." <laughs> you are correct. I made that up. Oh, right, good. <laughs> okay, well done. Uh, so, um, so next up, this uh, this is either one I've created or it's. Um, or it's real. Um, mm. Photography mechanics 101. That's it. Yep. Um, so is that again? Is that is that something I've made up, or is it? Uh, well, that's less of you've made up than just like yeah, no, that that's not happening because that's tedious. You don't think like, that'll be? If it, it was like it was like photography mechanics of taking pictures of an anime figurine, then I'd be like, yeah, definitely. It just. <laughs> Just like Photography 101 is just a thing that can happen anywhere at any time, not at an anime convention, so that's also made up. That will be taking place uh, in Cosplay HQ at 10 o'clock on Saturday. But why do you need to go... 
just go to a photography class. No, why go to a photography class, G, when you can go to a photography class um, hosted by a fat man in in cat ears (laughs) with a number of other people wearing costumes? Anybody? At 10 o'clock in the morning, yeah. So uh, I'd just like to say anyone uh, who's made it to Photography Mechanics at 10 o'clock, you probably can't hear me um, Mm. because, you know, you're you're at the event not listening to the end of mercy. What the fuck were you doing last night to be in like a, a safe state to be a photography mechanics lecture at 10 in the morning on a Saturday? Yeah, like you, you, you've gone on nerd, you've gone to nerd butlins is what you've done. And yet you're totally sober and going to a tedious photography class. What's wrong with you? You're at the wrong event, sir. You, <laughs> you, you're, you're actually what you really want to do is actually do a degree in art and design. Don't go to an anime convention. What you want to do is um, in Manchester every Sunday there is a photography kind of like group that does sort of classes around the city centre. Um, join them. <laughs> Yeah. do yeah. that there you go Top there's tip. probably there's probably one in your town or city wherever you're from there is probably a place you can go and like pay someone a reasonable amount of money to learn the ins and outs of photography don't pay i mean do they have to pay extra for this no i don't think you have to pay okay. extra you have to spend your time listening to yeah. somebody talking about when you, mechanics could be, of photography. when you could be spending your time watching anime or buying those sweet sweet anime figurines there's, that you that you covet so much so next on our list is fucking video games exclamation mark <laughs> um, wow this could really go one way or the other it, yeah it could there, there are multiple meanings to this um both of it both of which seem very apt for an anime convention <laughs> Um, so yeah, either they're learning about sort of the history of video games or like attitudes to video games, or they're discussing how they fantasize about fucking characters from video games or just video games, just the idea of video games. So yeah, this is definitely happening. So you think this is happening? This is uh, definitely taking happening. Taking place in the theater at one o'clock on the Friday. Uh, so this fucking video games. <laughs> Uh, in which a man has intercourse on stage <laughs> with the concept of video game. And you are forced to watch as you realise that our our civilization is hurtling towards self-annihilation. Uh, so no, yeah. it's, uh, it's actually quite a jovial affair by the sound of things. The description is Perrin and, Nan, um, and Perrin and Askew, I believe that's their badge names. They drink alcohol, swear about video games, allow you to argue with them and then swear childlessly at you too. Northerners, booze, swearing, video games, fuck. That is the description of their event. Right, so it's like a shit version it, of our podcast. It does, yeah. So if you want to experience a shit version of our podcast... <laughs> At an anime convention, please, go along. Yes, please, please do that. And, uh, and, and you won't enjoy it as much as this. <laughs> Carry okay, it. so next up we have... Otaku News Podcast Live. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. 100%. No, don't even need to think about this one. Taking place in the theatre at 12 o'clock on the Friday. <laughs> Speaking of a shit version of our podcast. <laughs> Otaku News Live. Yeah. <gasps> Otaku? O- Otaku? Yeah, I think that's... Oh, yeah. who cares? A news live. Yeah. With, with the John Stewart of anime. 
<laughs> I kind of want to go to that to see what their deal is. <laughs> Just going to maybe take some notes, see yeah. what they're working with, yeah, see, yeah. see yeah, how I've... podcasts roll. How do we make, how do we sell our podcast, The Errand of Mercy, to the, the lucrative and widespread otaku demographic? <laughs> Probably not by taking the piss out of Otaku News Live, the most respected source of, of news about... I hope it's really serious. Like, they have a desk and suits. Oh, fuck, I hope so. I yeah, really like, hope so. There's no jokes. It, yeah, it's just like the BBC News, but about anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so our next event. Sweet mm. Jesus, lesbian cartoons, question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, lesbian cartoon. Yeah. Is there any? I mean, is there any? There's no. There's no punctuation apart from the exclamation marks. Yeah. There's, so it's it. just it's Sweet Jesus, lesbian cartoon. It's Sweet Jesus, exclamation mark, lesbian oh. cartoons, exclamation mark. Okay, so Sweet Jesus, lesbian cartoons. Yeah. Um. Uh, <laughs> I again, yes. But, like, you, some of these, you've only made up one so far. So, <laughs> no, have you made up any of these so far? I have, yeah. You made up the first one, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. But apart from that, they've all been real. So, yeah. yeah, this but this also must be real. So, it's real. No, I created this oh. one. That this one is not taking place. Um, I was looking because, you know, um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of lesbians. <laughs> As I guess they know. wouldn't have called it lesbian cartoons because the word cartoon is offensive to Japanophiles. And of course, Japanophiles have their own name for lesbian cartoons. Oh, yeah, there you're right. They See, do. if you were a true otaku like myself, you would know that, that in fact, that that's an obvious, obvious, obvious trick because, you know, so it's, it's actually Yuri. So it's called Sweet Buddha Yuriana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kami Sama Yuri anime. No, it's oh. not. I'm not seeing a Yuri. I'm not sure it's seeing a Yuri panel this year. I hope ones are taking place. I'll be very sad if there isn't one because you know I like to just post up as the Yuri panel finishes and just check out who's check coming out. out of that room. He just, went. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, you guys. All of you guys, how are you how are you doing with the whole uh, with the whole internet thing at the moment? What's going yes. on? Yeah, so, um, so, so lesbian cartoons is what that's what that's what you're into. You're into yeah. uh, you're into watching it. You're into watching lady cartoons doing each other. That's cool. That's cool. cool. <laughs> nice, nicely. Okay, so um, our last entry is um, is a head to head. G. one of these events I have created, one of them is taking place. At Iacon 2013. All right. So you have a choice between... I'm centering myself in preparation. Find your... No, remember, cast your mind back to those days when you were chairman of an anime society. Draw on that power. Don't remember much of it, but what I am, piecing together. Yeah. All right, let's go with this. Bronies for beginners. Fursuits for beginners. Okay, it's what I'm going to say is I don't think anyone who considers themselves a brony considers themselves a beginner to the subject. Whereas I think some people who might be into watching anthropomorphic animals fucking each other may not know. 
the ins and outs of how to produce a fursuit and may need to learn that. They may need to start at the beginner level before they can progress. So I am going to say that bronies for beginners is, inf you've made that up, but fursuits for beginners is real. Final answer? That's my final answer. I've logically deduced this. I'm also, I think, actually, the way I've described it, I'm, like, happily, I'm happier mentally with. Like, I'm okay with that situation. But if it's the other way around, I'm not going to be okay with that situation. Taking place on Sunday at 1700 hours in the studio. Uh. First shooting for beginning. Oh, my God. Never been happier than someone who's learning how to make it first. <laughs> I feel like I should uh, point out for our fairy listeners that that at least one member of the staff of this show realizes that you're not all into watching anthropomorphic animals fuck each other. But you know, if you are fine, just keep it in your own homes. Yeah, just that's care. fine. I just I don't, don't want to have to watch. Like, I, I'm, I'm fine. I kind of like, I feel like furries generally, you know, they, they're better at keeping it on the down low. And if they're out in the open, they're hiding their faces. So it's cool. <laughs> Whereas bronies are just throwing that shit out in public and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Hide your shame, people. Hide, Hide your shame. <laughs> There's an errand of mercy, like poster in the style of the 1940s somewhere. Hmm. Just me pointing. Chairman Thomas says, hide your shame. Like a giant version of you with a massive finger pointing down. What What is shameful is enjoying a cartoon designed for children when you're like 30. What is, cool. shame, what is shameful is being called Say 10 and being 32 and playing a children's card game online and bragging about the fact that you have a girlfriend who doesn't like wearing bras. That guy should be hiding his shame. <laughs> But he's not. He's out there in public telling the whole bar in Camden about it. You know, if you want to fuck other people, go for it. Go crazy. Fuck people all night. All people. Do it. You know, whatever. If you want to dress up as a thing, go crazy. Dress up as a crazy thing and fuck someone. <laughs> that's that's get our, our project for this week. Get them dressed up as a thing and get them to fuck you. It's cool. If that's what you're into, give it a go. Find out. That's fine. That's not shameful. That's okay. That's cool. But liking a children's cartoon, that's shameful. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, this well. Shit, I'm going to go experience all of that for uh, for the podcast this year. I don't think I'm. that's all I've got left. I've spent all this time working on a costume, and it's for the podcast. This is yeah. my last one, everyone. It's the last one. I, I hope you're hope pleased. I, I, I hope, hope it's, it's not a good one, because then you might want to go back. <laughs> I, hope it's a, if, I hope it's a bearable one. I hope it's bearable, but not enjoyable. Yes. Or maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be. We'll see. Um, I think we're coming up for time. <laughs> yeah, I we, think so. We've come up for time here. Um, so, yeah, um, as ever, thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can like our show on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy. And we have a Twitter page, which is at EOM podcast, a Twitter account. I guess the page as well, whatever. Um I, I know I haven't really been keeping, like, on board with that, like, recently. I've had some shit going on in my life that I've had to deal with, and I guess, like, I've just kind of, that, like, took a, a kind of, like, that went on the back burner, and I sort of forgot about it. Um, like, from this week, I will get back on keeping our Facebook up to date and shit. 
so yeah, no, thank you for bearing with us. Um, please, 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 please tell a friend and an enemy. Tell both this week. Tell one of each. Tell one. Tell a friend and an enemy this week. Because you tell- know, maybe, maybe through the healing power of yeah. people talking on the internet, your enemy will be your friend. Tell as a result this week. Tell your lover and tell your nemesis about errand of mercy. You know, do that. Kind of bring that show, show that it's it's something that crosses all boundaries. Um, do that, please. Yeah, but 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 don't t- don't tell the bronies. Don't tell bronies. Because to well, be no, honest, no, do tell them because then maybe they'll listen and reevaluate what's happening. There. I don't think this shows for them though. I don't. Well, no, it is though because you know we're trying to save the world from this itself, and they need to be saved. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to abandon them, Simon. I just want them to know that they're shameful and need to hide it. <laughs> Hey, you're like you're like Jesus as he's viewed through the eyes of the Catholic Church. Exactly, exactly. I want every, I want everyone, I want a lot of people to experience some Catholic guilt after listening to this. That's why, <laughs> not for know. Catholic reasons, just because you know you're freaking us out a bit. It freaked me out slightly. Um, so yeah, um, I'm sure we'll be back with uh, more stuff next week. And uh, keep your computers post gay. <laughs> Please do. Don't don't take their shit, but it's not a reason to throw them away. It's not a reason to don't go to Paris and throw your computers away. Just just when your computer's like, hey, 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 you I think you're gay. You know, no, we're keeping it post-gay. And then that'll that that'll confuse them and they'll explode. <laughs> it's a logical paradox that computers can't handle that shit. This statement is false. Good night. Good night.